Hello and welcome everyone. It's the Mercier Fantasy Football League podcast, the week one recap. I'm your host and commissioner, Jacob Mercier. Welcome everyone to the week one recap. Tonight's episode, I have to say, is very special. Um, To this point, we've had every league champion participate in a podcast, except for one, Robert Watson. Robert uh, Robert manages the Redskins football team. Uh, I can't remember what year he won. It was either year one or two. He he won pretty early on. Um, Robert or Bobby uh, is married to my cousin Janae. He is a member of the Paul family, which is also uh, a member or related to the Mercier family. So he is near and dear to us, and certainly a family member. So we're going to bring in good old Bobby tonight, and we're going to have a little bit of fun with him, breaking down the week one recap, and uh, we'll save a little time at the end to get to know Bobby a little bit better. Let's see if we can get Bobby. To 101 sound, to 101 sound port. Oh, that's not what I want. Let's see if we can get, where's my Bobby? Great technical difficulties. Let's get Bobby on the phone. Hello? Is this Bobby? It is. I made it. Bobby, you finally made it in. What's going on, Jake? What's going on, man? Welcome to the rocket ship. So, how you been, man? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing good. How was your uh, your week one? <laughs> Terrible all around. Jets suck and my team sucks, so. So it's pretty much just another year, right? Uh, you, you know it. So listen, uh, we're going to have a little fun tonight. We're going to break down uh, the week one uh, matchups. And uh, then I'm going to have a little game for you. How's that sound? Sounds good. Now, I always like to start these week one, re- uh, or all of these recaps, uh, with the gift of the week. And um, this week was pretty tough. Um, I usually try to pick, like, I, three gifts that I thought were either, you know, well-received by the group or, um, you know, they were, like, really timely uh, gifts. You know, they really, you know... Depending on the context or what was happening during the day, uh, it was just a really good gift. So um, I got three candidates for you. I just want you to give me what you think your winner is. Sounds good. All right. So the first one is, uh, so during the uh, Kansas City-Houston game on Thursday night, uh, I think, did you, uh, you have a couple of Texans, right? Yeah, I got Watson Fowler. Yep, and I think my father's got some Texans as well. Uh, he uh, so this one goes to Tom. Uh, this was his his ode to trash time. He put up a gift that had uh, dumpsters and a trash receptacle and uh, trash trucks and and, and just kind of put up like you know, hey, it's alert, it's trash time. I thought that yeah, was I, that one. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, good time for me, so I remember all of that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the second one I have was the uh, triggered Karen. Uh, this is where there was some, uh, I would say, rather inappropriate gifts, which, you know, tends to happen quite often. Um, and Julia posted her 
uh, triggered Karen gif, which is which is pretty nice because you know that's the name of her team, and you know it, it fit in nicely with what was going on at the time. And uh, then number three, um, you know, as the as Sunday wore on, um, I really like how Josh uh, did a nice kind of clap back to Drew and put up the Steve Harvey gif and said, "Would I want Drew's team? Hell no." <laughs> Um, can I throw in a wild card gif that I really liked? Sure, absolutely. So during the Saints and Bucks game, I don't know what happened, but I was here with Brian and Dave, and I looked down at my phone, and I see a gif of Drew Brees with like a fucking giraffe neck. Yeah. And we all, me and Dave just started losing our minds. I thought it was the funniest gif of the week. And I, I would pick that one, but if it's out of the three that you picked, I would pick the uh, Karen one. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned that because I put that down, but I'm looking at it and I'm laughing. It actually got the most likes of the week and the most emojis, if you will. Um, but I didn't really know what the hell it was or, you know, it did make <laughs> me like, giggle a little so bit. Fun. I, I don't even know what Drew Brees did. He just put that out of nowhere. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny. Now, that one was Brian, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Brian. Okay. You know what? We'll call an audible. It's Bobby's podcast. We'll give that the gift of the week. So, Brian, I don't know how many career gift wins that is for you, uh, but we're going to give you gift of the week. And uh, you can thank Bobby. Bobby. Hold on. Bobby. Is that Hank Hill? That is Hank Hill. Love it. All right. um, So let's go into the week one um, recap. So uh, do you have your phone in front of you? Are you looking at the scores? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now. One second. So I'm going to make this pretty easy on you. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look through uh, the week's matchups. And, um, you know, what I want you to do is just look at a player from each team. Um, so for the winner, I want you to look at one player from the winner's team and just tell me uh, which player surprised you. Okay. And uh, pick one, uh, one player from the loser's team. And, uh, you know, pick a player that surprised you that they did so bad. Gotcha. Can we start with my bad performance? Let's do it. (laughs) All right, so a player that surprised me on my team was obviously Saquon Barkley, who had negative three rushing yards at halftime and finished with, I think, six for the game. And that was the second overall pick in the draft, so that was extremely disappointing. And then for Mance Toboggan, who obliterated me this week... I'd have to give it to Dallas Goddard, who he put in the last second, and I did not expect him to get 24 points. Yeah, so um, do you think that, um, obviously, you know, Saquon Barkley is going to figure it out. He's going to get it together. Um, but what do you think about Dallas Goddard? Do you think that's a real thing? Uh, I don't know. He's still behind Zach Ertz, but he kind of plays more in the slot. So, I mean... I mean, he started to turn it on last year. I think he could have good weeks, but I don't think he's going to be like this every week. I think he'll be more of a 10 to 12 point type of guy than a 24 point guy. All right, so he's going to come back down to earth. I, I tend to agree with you. Um, he, he might be a, a spotty play, but um, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you there. Uh, okay, let's take a look uh, at another matchup. I'm a little, I'm not having all sorts of internet problems tonight. Uh, Let's go with uh, let's go with my matchup. Let's go with the Wuhan Wild Wings against Dan's football team. Dan's football team stole my idea. Stole your whole idea. 
Let's see. Well, congrats on the win, first of all. Thank you. Um, all right. <laughs> on the losing side, you got to say Le'Veon Bell because I'm just depressed about it as well. So you were, sur- you were surprised he didn't produce. Six points, and now he's on the IR for the next three weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being the whole season. Yeah, I can't say that that shocks me too much, but I guess considering the rest of his roster, yeah. I really might never see him play in a Jets uniform again, the way it's looking. And on your side, let's see. I don't know. You've got really good production all around. I'd probably say Raheem Mostert getting 27. I thought he was kind of a pretender coming into this year, but I guess he's not. He had that huge receiving touchdown the other day and ran pretty well as well. So I, I'd say that's your uh, big surprise right there. Everyone else kind of did what I expected. What do you, and you think Roster would be uh, Mostert will be able to keep it up? <laughs> For your sake, I hope so, but I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. And I hate his name. I hate saying it. I hate I know, reading it's it. It's very it's, unattractive. And he's going against the Jets this week, so I hope he does absolutely nothing. Well, thanks. Uh, let's move on to uh, my brother's matchup, our reigning champion, uh, draft recap analysis uh, guru, uh, could be worse, Drew, faces off against, uh, you know, a perennial bottom feeder, Foxy Johns, my father-in-law, uh, you know, he struggled uh, the first couple of years in the league, comes out and just kind of pummels Drew. Um, break that down for me. Yeah, he had some surprise performances with Chris Carson getting two receiving touchdowns. That's not going to happen every week. He'll be lucky to have one more receiving touchdown all season. Uh, Kareem Hunt splitting carries. Um, His best performance is obviously Lamar. Uh, I think that's going to be pretty consistent. And uh, for Drew, going from first to worst so far, I think he had the lowest amount of points this week. Yeah. His biggest disappointment is obviously Michael Thomas, and now he's hurt. I don't know if he's going to miss time or not. But uh, his whole team underperformed. I don't know why he started on Johnson. That was a little stupid. Um, uh-huh. Mark Andrews seems to be the only... Oh, Josh Allen kicked the Jets' ass. Yeah, the rest of his team really disappointed, though. Yeah, so ob- the obvious one, Michael Thomas there. He'll bounce back. I think he's one to two weeks, de- depending. He's got, a, I think, a high ankle sprain, which can... You know, uh, yeah, it can that's vary. Right. All right, cool. Um, let's talk about Josh. Josh versus former reigning champion Tom Mercier, uh, Winston Wolves. Uh, Winston Wolves, kind of low output, 120. Josh, 161. Who surprised you on Josh's team? I'm going to see if I can see. Oh, it's Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Newton. On his debut. I, didn't, I didn't think he would do that well. I mean, going against Miami, he had it pretty easy, but it, he looked like the real deal, and I'm I'm not happy about it, obviously. But so you he, think he's he, you think he's going to have an excuse if yeah, he stays healthy? Yeah, I was going to say you think he can keep it up? Yeah, it really comes down to his health. If he's healthy, he's going to be back to the old cam. It looks like. Okay. Um, on Tom's side, who was kind of the surprise dud for you? I mean, it's got to be Joe Mixon. Only six points. I mean, he should be at 20 points every week. But uh, he, he also started Brian Edwards, the rookie for the Raiders. Yeah. Who I, I don't know if that guy would see the field. I don't know what he was doing with that. I guess he kind of got forced to put Sutton on the bench. But 
uh, I don't know. That was a risky move. Yeah, you know, it was funny because um, I, I remember talking to my dad uh, on Saturday. He had A.J. Green in his lineup uh, because Sutton had had that. What do you have? He's got some sort of AC joint or shoulder sprain or something. Um, so, yeah. So, he, yeah. I, so, at some point, he decided, I'm going to take him out. Yeah. Took a risk. Didn't pay off. Sure. It, it really wouldn't have mattered anyway. He lost by 40, so... And uh, obviously the decision to bench Tom Brady, you know, I mean, only netted him six points. But what do you think about that move? Clever or? Uh, well, Mike Evans wasn't supposed to play. So I kind of see where he was going with that. He yeah. ended up playing only at one catch. But, uh, I mean, I think Brady will be right around 19 to 25 points every week. I mean, he put out 19 this week. He's, I mean, he's got the talent around him, so he's going to do fine. Sure. What did you think about Big Ben? He's back. He looked really good yesterday. Yeah, it looks... A lot of snapouts, but he's... I mean, points are points. Looks slim and trim. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we got next? Eric Shun. We got Eric Shun. This is... <laughs> Team great, name of the year. A great battle. Uh, Eric Shun. Uh, so Dave Paul against Don't Touch Me There. Uh, Brian Avila. Battle I witnessed live in the garage between these two, back and forth. Yeah, so, um, and, and this was a pretty close game all the way throughout. You know, I think it did ultimately come down to um, Monday night to decide the yep. winner. So. So for Dave, who was the surprise dud? Eric Shun's team. The surprise dud, I would say, is George Kittle. Got hurt, obviously, but only nine points. Very disappointing. But then he also started Mark Ingram. I begged him not to draft him. I told him it was a bad idea. Um, two points, very disappointing. And then on uh, Brian's side, let's see. I mean, he really didn't have any spectacular performances here. Really, just Russell Wilson went off every time. Everyone else is kind of like pretty bad, to be honest. I don't know how he won this game. Yeah, like Josh on the IR. That was Brian's big surprise for the year. The next. Hall of Fame tight end right there. He's out for the season. I do have to. Uh, I, I do have to say I, I like Brian's team. I mean, I think Wilson, McCaffrey, and Aaron Jones are going to. Um, they're going to produce every week. You know, they're going to give him a safe floor. Yeah, I mean, McCaffrey's expected twenty eighth, like low for him. Wilson thirty eighth. I mean, he's not going to get that every week, but he's going to do fine. And uh, the way Aaron Rodgers is playing, I don't know if Aaron Jones is going to keep scoring 17 every week. He's going to be throwing the ball a lot, it seems like. That's a good point. Um, I, I have to roast Brian because he was so high on Blake Jarwin. I mean, he was he was just smoking the Blake Jarwin uh, during the, the draft party a couple weeks ago. And uh, this guy tore his ACL, I mean, just right out of the gate. I mean, I, I don't know if it was his first route or second, but he's gone already. Yeah, luckily he's got Noah Fant on the bench who had a really good game the other night. Oh, he I looks like he's yeah. a real deal. Yeah, he he might be uh, in luck there. If it were me, I would have started him this week. But again, he won the game, so good for Brian. Yep, um, that's all that matters. Doesn't matter how many points you score. Uh, and then lastly, um, first <laughs> first female victory in a while in the Mercier Fantasy Football League. We had Karen taking down newcomer, newcomer against newcomer. Uh, Karen slash Julia taking down Dutch legends, uh, Raphael Shinpochu. Um, which uh, player on Julia's team was the biggest surprise? 
take a look. Uh, probably Baltimore's defense against a pretty, what should be a good Browns offense, getting 27 points. Pretty surprising. The rest of our team looks like it did pretty average. Um, Jonathan Taylor is going to step up in the coming weeks with Marlon Max out for the season. Uh, but yeah, the rest of her lineup really didn't do too great this week. She just went up against a, another poor performance. But yeah. Uh, what's his Raphael? Uh, yeah, uh, we call him Raph for short. Raph. Uh, he's got to be disappointed in Odell Beckham and Aaron Eckler. They they both really underproduced. Yeah, couldn't be reached for comment. But you know, we I, my my promise to the group is we will get Raph on for a podcast. He's already signed on for an episode, so we'll get him in here and get his take. Uh, tell me a little bit about his team. I mean, just, I mean, just kind of a woeful performance. And I really like a lot of his players. Um, but you know, who's the big surprise dud for you? I mean, it's gotta be Beckham. Five points is horrendous for a number one wide receiver. And then, uh, but yeah, a lot of his players underperformed. DJ Moore only had nine. Eckler only had nine. Hilton only had nine. He had a lot of nine pointers here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I was watching that uh, little bit of the Chargers game, and, you know, I think Eckler is really hurt by not having Phillip Rivers checking down to a running back, you know, every other play. Yeah, because Tyred creates his own checkdowns by just running the ball himself. Yeah, he just pulls it down and goes for it. So, uh, That'd be like five points less every game just in receptions right there. I, I wasn't too pleased with, uh, with Tyrod Taylor's performance either. I thought it was pretty bad. Yeah, he, he won't be starting too long. They'll yeah. put Herbert in soon enough. Um, yeah. So, um, so I asked you a kind of you know big surprise on each team. Which team, uh, just based on week one, was the biggest surprise to you? Let me take one more look through. Not trying to be a kiss ass, but I'd say your team scoring 175 points Ooh. or Mantis Toboggan, who I didn't think had a very good team, and he just obliterated me. And I think he led the league in points this week. He did. So I'd say you two. Just those are the big surprises. So do you think who who do you think has the best chance of sustaining it? Out of those two teams, I would say you definitely love it. Love it. Love uh, it. David Montgomery's holding up. I don't think Dallas. Melvin Gordon sucks. Yes, he does. Well, I mean, he was lucky to fall into the end zone last night. Um, yeah. So, um, Adams is not getting 45 points every week. I mean, goddamn. Oh, I know. That's not happening. So, um, uh, who's the biggest surprise dud for you? Uh, and, you know, I, uh, kind of a two-fold question. Who's the biggest surprise dud that you think is, you know, going to turn it around? You know, it was just a just a bad week. In the whole league? In the whole league, and you can't pick yourself. <laughs> I was going to pick Barkley. All right, let me look through one more time. I'd probably say Michael Thomas on Drew's team. Once he gets back, he's going to be scoring 20 to 30 points a game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he'll return to being the first-round pick uh, that we know he is. Okay. Yeah. Cool. See, that wasn't so hard, was it? No, not at all. Took you a whole year to agree to this? (laughs) I'm always busy, man. I'm watching the Islanders right now, too. Oh, don't worry, man. I only got one more thing for you, and this is really for the listeners, right? You know, so, like, not a lot of people know Bobby. And just, you know, uh, 
We just talk about him on the podcast and everybody's like, you know, who's this Bobby guy? Why is, why does everybody need him? And, you know, I, I thought we'd spend a little time tonight just getting to know Bobby. So I got a little, I got a little theme music and then we're going to play a little game. from now on that's your theme music that's bobby's world for those of you 90 kids 90s kids out there (laughs) man i love that show um okay so i got some so i think i know bobby so we're gonna play a little game i I developed some questions and i think i know the answers to these questions so i'm going to um truthfully i'm gonna ask you these questions and i'm gonna give you my answer and then you're going to tell me what the correct answer is. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. All right. The first, so the game's called Getting to Know Babo. <laughs> so so uh, question number one. Uh, Bobby played the following sport in high school at a fairly high level. A, football. B, track and field. C, tennis. So I chose B, track and field. Yeah, that's correct. Woohoo! All right, but good. it was more than high school. I did it in college, so. All right, but you did it at a pretty high level, right? That was your sport, right? Yeah. All right, you didn't play football. I did play football for two years, okay. but didn't go anywhere with it. Okay. All right, they get better. Trust me. <laughs> All right, question number two: Bobby met his now wife through which of the following? A, <laughs> a mutual friend. B a dating site, or C, a highway rest stop. So I believe it is A, a mutual friend. That's wrong. That's wrong, okay. Highway rest stop, huh? Yep, highway rest stop. (laughs) I-95 in Connecticut. So, but... Yeah, we met on Tinder. Got it, okay. So it was a dating site. See, I was conflicted on this one. I was like, I thought that maybe... That girl, Ari, was a mutual friend, and then somehow you got put together. Uh, because that, that, that girl, Ari, came after. She came after, okay. Yeah. See, maybe I don't know Bobby that well, but we're, getting to, know, we're getting to know you, Bobby. <laughs> All right, question number three. Bobby's idea of a perfect day would be, A, <laughs> snuggle up and watch a movie, B, see a live sporting or concert event. Or C, contemplate his existence while listening to alternative rock. (laughs) So I think I know you on this one. Been there with you before. I picked B, seeing a live sporting event or a concert. Uh, B is correct, but A is not too far off. I I figured you might be a snuggle-off-agus. Yeah, I mean, I love the couch and the... Pretty much 24-7 while I'm not working, so. (laughs) All right, these last three are a real doozy. All right, let's hear it. All right, question number four. If given the choice, Bobby would prefer to eat A, a cheeseburger slider, B, a chicken salad finger roll, or C, a chicken parm slider? And I struggled with this one a little bit because of the chicken salads in the garage. But I went with C, the chicken parm slider. I thought that that would appeal to you the most. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, I would never eat a chicken salad. Really? 
like mayonnaise. I think it's gross. So oh. that's a little fun fact for all the listeners out there. There you go. Don't go around Bobby with mayonnaise. You're in good company with Karen. She hates mayonnaise. Good to know. All right. I got two questions left for you. Question number five. In a single 24-hour period, Bobby has managed to drink A, 10 to 15 Miller Lights, <laughs> B, 16 to 21 Miller Lights, or C, 22 to 27 Miller Lights? So you wrote this question. I, I mean, you know the answer. You're a big man, right? You're what, six two six three? What was the last option again? C was over 22 beers in a single 24-hour period. Yeah, I mean, all right, let me hear your answer. And yeah, I'm 6'3". I think you can, I think you, you've gone over the 20 mark, the 22 mark. Yeah, I've surpassed 30, so. Wow! What an animal. <laughs> How many chicken parm sl- sliders did you need to keep up with that night? About 30. Got it. All right, the last, the last, the last one is a lead question. All right, so if so, question number six, final question: If Bobby is not able to win the MFFL Mercer Fantasy Football League, he would like to see the following win: A, his brother, uh, his brother-in-law Dave Eric Shun, Julia, because haha, you guys lost to a girl, Karen. Or C, Jacob, because he uh, Bobby idolizes the commish. <laughs> so All right, I, what do you think it is? I chose, I think you're not too keen on watching Dave win. I went with Julia. I think he would uh, take pleasure in watching us lose to a girl. Uh, you're actually wrong. <clears throat> One, because Eric Shun is the greatest name in the league, possibly in league history. <laughs> right up there with you, Jazz. And he is my brother-in-law, so, I mean, how can I not root for him when I'm not going against him? And he's probably going to spend the money on you anyway, right? Oh, sure. That's great. <laughs> well, Bob, this was fun, man. I hope you had a little bit of fun. I did. Thank you. I know these guys are going to have a lot of fun listening to this and probably throwing up a lot of gifts as soon as I get it posted. So uh, maybe we'll have you back later on this season, maybe after a... Uh, a, uh, maybe a rivalry or a head-to-head or something like that? Yeah, call me after a Jets win, then we'll talk. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll see if the stars align and uh, see if I can get you back on. Sounds good. All right, brother, thank you so much for doing the pod. Have yourself a wonderful evening, and go Islanders! All right, thanks, Jake. See you, Bobby. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. And there it is, Bobby Watson. That's how we get it done, folks. So uh, next week, we'll be back with the week two recap. I do not have a special guest yet, but I will line that up. I may go out there and tap one of you on the shoulder. So just be ready for that. Um, Until then, everybody have a great night. Good luck to you in your week two matchups. And uh, we'll be back here doing it again Tuesday night for the week two recap. Bye-bye, everybody.